You are listening to An Ounce, a podcast examining resilience, preparedness, and a positive attitude, an ounce at a time. Hey, Jim Fugate here, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. This little podcast is growing in popularity, and I'm really grateful to everyone who is taking the time to enjoy the tips and stories that are shared. If you are finding your investment of an ounce of your time is worth it, please share it with your friends. It's the epic tale of the Great Pork Chop Fire of 1983. Remember, way back when, when Mrs. O'Leary's cow kicked over the oil lamp? Well, this is not that story. But there are some poignant lessons to be learned. This cautionary tale is told with my wife's permission. It happened in 1983 when we first got together. I love my wife, and I love her cooking, but cooking wasn't something she did much. When my wife and I first got together, she wanted to impress me with her culinary skills. She was going to surprise me with our first really nice meal. Oven-baked pork chops and the trimmings. Yum. I needed to run an errand, but I would be back shortly, so my wife took advantage of my absence and excitedly started to cook. So the surprise of a scrumptious meal would be ready when I returned. She prepared the pork chops with breading and seasonings, and with a self-satisfied smirk, put them in the oven. Then she went about fixing the sides and the salad. In eight to ten minutes, she turned around to check on the pork chops. To her horror, she sees they're on fire. Those lovely little pork chops were flaming away right there inside the oven. She frantically looked around the room, looking for something to put out the flames. It was our first, bare-bones, nothing-but-a-little-less-than-the-basics apartment, and there was no fire extinguisher. What was she going to do? Her eyes caught the leftover shake-and-bake crumbs on the counter. She grabbed them. She made her approach, watching the flames through the glass front of the oven. Tentatively, she pulled open the oven door with two fingers and threw the dry mixture all over the inside. Somehow, the flames went out. A few moments later, I walked through the door. Something smelled a little funny. I walked to the kitchen. I find my wife staring at the open oven. I noticed a blue haze in the room, and looking up at the ceiling, I saw a ring of smoke slowly working its way across the ceiling to the walls. I look back at my wife, and then at the ceiling. And before I can say anything, she says, Don't. Even. Ask. <laughs> I'd like to think we had a good laugh, but honestly, I don't remember. Ironically, a few months later, I started my 30-year career as a firefighter. Coincidence? I think not. God has a sense of humor. There is no doubt the Great Porkchop Fire of 1983 could have been much worse. Gratefully, it has become a story we can laugh at now, and we can be glad that the conditions were perfect so that a rush of cooler air from the room and a packet of leftover shake-and-bake were enough to put out the fire. Kitchen fires are an all-too-common occurrence in our homes. All of the ingredients for a fire are there, heat, fuel, and oxygen. Heat from cooking appliances, including the open flame of a gas stovetop. Fuels including oils, packaging, dish towels, miscellaneous foodstuffs, and many other items. Prevention of a fire is the first line of defense. 
Don't leave things unattended. Keep anything that is not supposed to burn away from cooking surfaces, including your sleeves, and have an extinguisher close by. Extinguishers are not all the same. They will have a rating based on the kind of burning material they are designed to extinguish. A is normal combustibles like paper and wood. B is flammable liquids such as gasoline and cooking oil. And C is for electrically energized equipment. There are a few other types, such as Type K, which is specifically designed for commercial kitchens, and D for flammable metal. The best extinguisher for home, car, and kitchen use would be one rated multipurpose A, B, and C. It usually contains a powder or dry chemical, and it will work really well on regular combustibles, oils, plastics, gasoline, and electrically charged equipment. An extinguisher rated 10BC is also sold specifically for home kitchen use. In your home, cooking oil and grease fires are some of the worst kitchen-related fires, and inattention for what seems like just a moment can be all that is needed for a tragedy. Once they're burning, they can be very hot and very smoky. Never use water on a kitchen fire. This can make the fire much worse. If you're going to fight the fire, first turn off the heat if you safely can. Then use that multi-purpose ABC extinguisher. Just a quick note. Another good alternative to put out a fire in the kitchen is the contents of a nice bag or container of baking soda thrown onto the fire. Not baking powder, which has the potential to flare if you throw the contents on a fire. And I would never suggest actually using shake and bake as an extinguisher. Every kitchen should have a multi-purpose ABC fire extinguisher close by. If you don't have one, they're not terribly expensive. And compared to the potential loss, they are dirt cheap. It's a good idea to replace these extinguishers about every five to seven years, after they are used, or if they have a gauge which shows they are over or under pressure. Your extinguisher should be mounted in an accessible place in or near your kitchen, but away from cooking surfaces. You don't want to have to reach through the flames to get to it. Take the time to understand the directions for use. Not every extinguisher works exactly the same way, but the basics for using one can be remembered using the mnemonic memory word PASS, P-A-S-S, P, pull the pin, A, aim at the base of the fire, S, squeeze the lever slowly and evenly, and another S, sweep the nozzle from side to side at the base of the fire. So, here's the ounce. It's been a lot of years since the great pork chop fire of 1983 and my wife has become a great cook. She hasn't unintentionally started anything on fire since. Problem is, she doesn't like to cook. Maybe it's a lingering trauma from all those years ago. Having a fire in your home, even a small one, can be unsettling at best, and has the potential to be completely devastating. Having learned our lesson, we just replaced the fire extinguisher in our kitchen again. To be sure, it will be there and it will work when it's needed. Don't count on being lucky. A fire extinguisher is cheap when compared to what can be lost when you don't have one. You might also consider placing one in your vehicles and keeping a good multi-purpose extinguisher mounted in an accessible closet or garage. If you already have them, go look them over and replace them if they are old or damaged. And a final important point. If a fire is too large for you to feel comfortable and confident trying to put it out, 
don't hesitate to get everybody out and call 911. And that's an ounce submitted for your consideration. On our next episode, we'll answer the question, is looking out for number one good or bad? I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. That's an ounce for now. Thanks for listening and subscribing to this podcast. Listen again for more information, ideas, and wisdom an ounce at a time. So, Jim, what do you want for dinner? Uh, well, uh, maybe we should go out to dinner. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.